Good morning, Screeters. It's May 26th, uh, 2018, and it's not even 6 a.m. It's the Memorial Day weekend, and I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screed. Today is the day. I am working to clean up my rental house. I've had a renter in there for probably five years. The guy owes me, I don't know, seven grand in back rent, $1,000 for a lawyer to have him evicted. I finally get in the house earlier this week, and it's just full of clothes and garbage and food and furniture and just trash. It's just, it's just ridiculous. I can't even comprehend how someone would be okay with that. Um, I'm only starting with this because it leads to something else. So I contacted a couple guys from the GRGA, and they are coming to help me. We're supposed to start at 8 8 a.m. We're up in Rockford up here picking up some goods to uh, get the party started, if you know what I'm saying. And then after after, uh, we get the stuff moved down to the garage i was supposed to have a dumpster but that fell through so anyway after that we're gonna do some gaming so this leads up to what i actually wanted to talk about use the second from the left so i call this pickup gaming so i'm curious screeters what uh do you have a process for when you don't have a lot of time in fact you have no time to prep you know, you just figured out that, oh, I got two or three guys coming over or five or six or whatever. And we want to do something, but we don't even know what we want to do. So this kind of rides right along with inspiration from last episode. And uh, it makes me curious. I know what I do, and it usually works out. Sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't, I guess. I can't say it always does, but when it does work out, it actually is pretty fun. It kind of goes along with the Chicago Wiz's three hex campaign start. So I don't really know if I'm starting a campaign. I don't know if it's a one shot. I don't know what it is. All I know is some gamers are getting together and it would be fun to do some gaming. Hi, Jason. It's Colin. Um... Yeah, I feel like you read my mind, man, with the inspiration. My question about Gygax the other day was was to do with inspiration, and um, it's a very funny one. I uh, sometimes get a bit stuck for ideas, and um, this is when I go to the random tables. Uh, I think they're really good. Computer games is is, uh, perhaps for some people but i'm just so bad at them i don't really play them other than uh total war uh and total war rome was one of my favorites um but random tables they just come up with the weirdest stuff um in fact the uh spike pit idea that i'm going with at the moment come from a random table so yeah that's just an example of it mate okay bye then Hey Jason, it's Matt. Hey, uh, on inspiration, I really draw a lot of my inspiration from artwork. There's a couple of good people on DeviantArt, some people on Google+, and that is really where I draw most of my inspiration. Occasionally I'll get some from movies, 
maybe a, a book that I'm reading or possibly a PDF, a gaming PDF, but I really don't ever run anything as written. So gaming PDFs are more entertainment for me, but I would say artwork. And I would say a lot of times when I'm kind of stuck on something and I just, you know, I guess DM block, I uh, start looking at art and that usually pulls me out of it and uh, gets me back, you know, back to where I was with inspiration. So that's where I usually get mine from. Later, man. Hi, Jason. Shay here. Uh, I really like to take inspiration for my uh, RPG creations from books that I'm reading. Sometimes movies and TV series from Netflix, but mostly just the amazing uh, concepts that come through from books that I read. At the moment, I just finished one called Dogs of War by Adrian Tchaikovsky. And uh, straight away, I started making a one-shot, making new player classes, uh, monsters, and uh, and an adventure theme that captures uh, the crux of the theme um, that's presented in the book. And that's what I like to do is just capture one defining moment or twist um, or a concept or an idea that I'd just love to take um, and share with other people um, because it really blew me away. See you later, buddy. So here we are, pickup games. Here is my process. So the first thing I do, I guess, is kind of figure out what system slash genre I want to play. And I am the most familiar with fantasy. So most of the time, I'm just going to fall back on fantasy because we don't have time to prep anything. We're just going through our minds on what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. So I know that I only got two guys coming over. So there aren't a ton of games that work great with only two players. They, I mean, almost any game you can do it. I mean, I played D&D, AD&D for years with just uh, one other player or two other players, and it's all right. It's fine. I have actually found 5e to be an easier game to play multiple people with just because each character feels like they have more stuff to do. It's not totally true. I ran a Thieves' World campaign for, heck, I don't know, a couple years, and most of the time it was always one or two players, and we had a ball. Um gaming with my buddy bird there's tons and tons of times it's just been me and him and it's worked out fine hero system was good for that but hero system is not a good pickup game system so uh i really kind of want to do a frontier sci-fi game but i don't have the system that i want to use i mean like i could maybe just try to do it with 5e or just take bx and make it up as i went along But I'm already making up so much, I'm hesitant to add that to it. I've never done it. I've considered it, but I haven't done it. Um, Like an Old West game would be cool if I had a good system for that. Like if Good Intentions was done. I mean, that's a really great system for, you know, just a couple players. Because, I mean, you just get in a couple gunfights and you only have a couple opponents. And that's that, you know. That That would work really well. Um... Also, what I did is I had a couple seconds in the car while I was waiting for my wife to get ready. And uh, I went to Don John. Honestly, the first thing I did is I typed random adventure generator into, you know, Google. And it came up with Don John. And then I pushed the button. 
And then it had uh, theme, plot, setting, just kind of spit some stuff out. And I was looking at it, and I was thinking to myself, hey, you know, this actually has some potential. And it kind of tells you maybe what the story would be like, plot twist, big finale, all these things. And you can just kind of fit into whatever you want. Now, I don't know how much of it I'll use, and it doesn't matter how much I use, right? All it's really for is to get the juices flowing. It's just, it's not a recipe. It's more like just thumbing through the recipe book while you're trying to decide what you might need to get to go shopping or what you might want to make in the next few days or over the week for your meal planning or whatever. I think you get the gist. Those are probably some pretty shitty analogies, but hey, I mean, I'm just making this up as I go along, so what do you expect? Uh, seriously, though, um, I also might think of, I run a lot of games concurrently, and a lot of times the way I keep a bunch of them separate is, is I have a few things I do that specifically set uh, that feel for that game. So, like, in the Northern Reaches or the Northern Marches game, I was like, all right, I'm really going to have a strong Witcher feel, and it's going to mostly take place at this one location that is uh, Borderland, and it's going to have a lot of uh, Viking types and a lot of Celtic types and... That's kind of what the game's going to revolve around. Um, when I ran Desert uh, desert Sands or White Sands of Abjamar, I knew that was going to be a desert game. So it's kind of strongly tied to the geography, right? Um, I also knew that Northern Marches was going to be next to a acidic moor. So that kind of was strongly tied that feeling to that. I have the jungles of Kalmata, which is tied to terrain. Um, I'm going to write a product that I, for 5e, I think that is going to border the Feylands and it's going to be set in a lava-esque, the cinder, I don't remember what it's called now, but it's very hot. Um, so I want to make this different. So how am I going to do it? All right. Hey, I haven't done a pirate game or an archipelago or our I don't even know how to say it. So little bits of islands floating around. Um, I've been toying with the idea of recreating my urban campaign using an old uh, sanctuary map or a new map. There's tons of city maps out there. So all these things are possibilities, and uh, I don't really need a ton. A couple characters, once you get them made, they can you know create a lot of shit. So that's pretty cool. Um, but one of the ideas that I had is alright, mostly urban, they're having to protect somebody these are these were kind of the blurbs that came off of uh, Don John Adventure Generator uh, it's a chase scene, so this idea I had is, alright, they're protecting someone wouldn't it be kind of cool if instead of a human-centric dominated setting, this particular setting was not human-centric it's all the other stuff, and I don't necessarily mean demi-humans, but yeah, why not demi-humans? Because in a lot of my games, I poo-poo gnomes and halflings and elves, and why not just let people go crazy and go from there? It's only two guys, and we may never play it again, so whatever. So one of my thoughts was, is uh, you have, it's not only is it not human-centric, there are no humans, and 
there is a powerful something control demon uh, undead uh, just really bad nobility maybe the elves are in in charge Um, it's these dudes who are in charge and they're nasty and there's a prophecy that the chosen one will come and people haven't seen humans for a long time and it just so happens that the humans are the chosen ones and somehow the players get a human baby or child or something uh, they meet up with and then they're like oh shit now we've stumbled into this deal and we got to protect this kid and they got to get the kid somewhere to maybe to hole up secretly and you know now we're on this quest to go to this place and they have to uh island hop to get there maybe i don't know i haven't figured all that out yet but it's kind of like uh, the golden child ex- except uh it's the only human around and so it's going to create some of its own problems because what races are they going to want you know am i going to have to make up shit but it seems like there's quite a few uh monster type classes and races for 5e so maybe it won't be too bad but anyway that's my idea and that was kind of my process of how i got there so let me know what you guys think about pickup games and how do you use them Uh, it's so silly that i even work on it because i have forlorn shores and kalmata which are two totally complete settings that i could run any number of players anytime i wanted but for whatever reason i just don't feel like doing that and i want to see if these guys are interested in this instead so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to play some uh, call-ins from answers to the last episode. So I'll probably be back at the end. So see you soon. Let's go to the phones. We did it. We got through the phones. Thanks, guys, for calling in. And thanks for giving your nickel thoughts, two cents, feedback. And I really appreciate it. Let's keep the call-ins rolling. Uh, have a good one, and I hope you enjoyed this walk through Mr. Hobbs's gamerhood. Be cool and enjoy the weekend, boys, and all you uh, dudes in other countries, man. Whenever your holidays come up, I hope you enjoy them too. Uh, I'll be thinking about y'all, and be good, do good.